Now I would like to introduce our first storyteller for the night, uh, Mojave. Um, Mojave grew up in Colombo, Sri Lanka, and came to Australia just before his 18th birthday. Mojave studied accounting and is now considering a career change. <laughs> um, but he's been an accountant for a while. Um, he has lived for the past, uh, for the last 11, 21 years in Sydney and has recently married his partner, Laz, of seven years, who's also in the audience tonight. This is a story of his personal journey of getting married and the final step of coming out to his family and friends. Welcome, Mojave. Hi, everyone. My name's Mojave. And it's great to be here tonight, standing up here in front of you all. Um, because for many years, I've lived in a small little room. Now, this wasn't a physical room. It was a psychological room that I'd constructed for myself to feel safe, but also to hide my sexuality. The story I'm going to share with you tonight is about my journey from that room to, to, to being up here in front of you tonight. And the catalyst for that journey <laughs> in February of this year was my big gay wedding. <laughs> 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 to my husband, Laz, who's in the audience tonight, and I'll tell you a bit more about him later. Um, I grew up in Sri Lanka, a beautiful country in many ways, but also a deeply troubled one. Um, ravaged by war for many decades, uh, with a conservative and, I would argue, um, quite homophobic culture. Where being gay is still illegal, leave alone any sort of notion of you know, gay marriage. Um, it was not the most ideal place for a young man to realize that he was gay. It was a secret I was terrified someone would find out. And I think it was around this time that my room started to take shape. I was, however, fortunate enough to be able to come to Australia when I was 17. And I've been blessed with a full life in Sydney, but I wasn't completely open about my sexuality. I'd come out to my mother many years ago, and she was initially upset, um, but then she seemed to acknowledge it without uh, perhaps fully accepting it. I'd also come out to close family and friends, but not to my extended family or at work. I wasn't ready to invite them into my room. But all of this was about to change. In April 2012, I met Laz, in the traditional way, through Gaydar and not Grindr. <laughs> we met up a couple of times, and by the second time I knew, well, the sex definitely worked, and I wonder whether his name really was Michael. <laughs> because he knew me at that stage as Damien. <laughs> there were sparks right from the start. He stuck with me as I experimented with a share house scenario, starting a new job, going back to uni, and was there for me at a time of much change in my life. Laz was born in Sydney uh, to Hungarian refugee parents who arrived in Australia by boat to a much warmer reception than if they had arrived today. Um, before meeting him, I'd never met a Hungarian person before, leave alone know where Hungary was on the map. Let me tell you a bit more about Laz. Laz has a big heart, a warm, generous spirit. He's loyal. He makes me laugh, and he makes me feel safe in many ways. I feel deeply loved by Laz in a way that I've never felt before. 
But we're also different in a lot of ways. There's a bear in there, and you don't want to poke the bear. <laughs> well, I tend to be a bit more conflict-averse. He also loves the cold, while I prefer warmer weather. So soon he became my HPB. No, not the wart virus, but my, <laughs> my Hungarian polar bear. <laughs> Les and I moved in together later that year. We had committed to each other, but the thought of marriage had never crossed our minds. Five years later, and we're in the middle of the marriage equality survey. To be honest, I felt a bit uncomfortable when the survey was taking place. Um, it felt like an unwelcome spotlight had been placed on my life. My instinct at first was to retreat back into my room. At work, no one knew about my personal life. And during the campaign, I overheard a conversation that has stuck with me. One of the guys at work was saying that he would vote no because he didn't want either of his sons to turn out to be transgender. Hearing that, I instantly felt angry, but also paralyzed in terms of you know, how, was, how, how, how I was meant to um, react to that. But then very quickly, the lady he was talking to inquired of him what he would do if, if the vote did not pass, but his son still came out as transgender. Would he love him less? He did not respond. The marriage equality survey gave me the courage to come out of work and to the rest of my extended family, who, to my surprise, seemed very accepting of it. My auntie Kathy called me from Melbourne, unexpectedly, to say that she would be voting yes and that she was very happy for me. And if we were to get married, she said she would definitely be there. She told me that she loved me and that she now understood how difficult it must have been for me all those years. Now, my family are not necessarily small L liberal people, but they reached out to me in that moment to show me that they cared for us and accepted us. Laz and I, however, were still skeptical that laws would pass. But in the end, we were wrong. We had underestimated people's capacity to see that love is love, regardless of who the two people are. It was and remains an amazing feeling. And in December 2017, in a wintry New York, Les and I were walking slowly back to our hotel room after seeing the very camp Rockettes music uh, Christmas spectacular. <laughs> it was snowing lightly, and there was a romantic feel to the night. The HPB was in his element in this environment. <laughs> well, I kept slipping and sliding on the ice. And that night, for the first time, we started talking about us getting married. It was not traditional in that neither of us got down on our knees that night. Well, not for the purpose of proposing anyway. <laughs> but we talked more and more about it on that holiday. And by the time we came, came back from New York, we had decided to get married. <laughs> now, planning the wedding. We felt that by the country voting in favor of marriage equality, it had accepted our difference, and we wanted to celebrate that difference. So we decided that we're not gonna wear suits, but instead, brightly colored shirts. A good friend of ours took us to a shop in Surrey Hills to, uh, to pick out the fabric. Now, I did pick a pink fabric, and Laz picked a blue one, but I was determined not to be the bride. So, <laughs> 
And I found myself asking the lady, is this fabric too gay? <laughs> At which she started giggling and said, well, it is a gay wedding. You know? <laughs> we decided to walk down the aisle together on our own. No one was giving us away. A wedding with as little formality as possible. Then came the part when I, had to, when I asked my mum whether she would be coming to my wedding. Gay boys and their mums, let me tell you, there are a few PhDs in that. <laughs> During the lead up to the vote, she had mentioned that she was getting, uh, I had mentioned to her that I was getting increasingly excited about the prospect of marriage equality in Australia. She said that she'd been following it too, but couldn't support it because it was not in line with the Bible. I felt hurt and reinforced in me the sense that she had never accepted me as gay. Now, my mommy is a great woman. She's had to go through a lot in her life, like my dad uh, passing away when she was 29, I was five, my sister was two, and my brother was 10 days old. Um, and me nearly dying of asthma a couple of times. And through all of these kind of difficult experiences, it was her religion that got her through. For that, I'm grateful. After we decided to get married, I thought I'd ask just once if she would attend. I understood if she wouldn't. After all, we can't all agree on the same things, and sometimes you have to live with that sense of being at odds with someone you're close to about important things in your life. But it would still hurt. It was a tense conversation. I felt vulnerable. It felt like I was asking her whether she really did love me. And to be honest, I was a bit scared of the answer. She spoke slowly when she did, and she said that she had thought about it, and that although she didn't believe that, uh, that marriage in the church sense of the word was something that she could accept, she could still celebrate Liza and my relationship and that she would be coming. <laughs> yeah. I was flooded with a deep relief, sense of relief. I felt happy and something deep in me settled. Yeah. Finally, the wedding arrives. We're in a side room about to step out in front of 140 of our friends and family. And I get this, get this deep sense that this is a defining moment for me. It felt like a new phase of my life was to, about to begin. And it did. As we commenced walking, down, walking towards the floral arch under which we were to get married, holding hands in our bright colored shirts, there were gasps, tears, and spontaneous clapping. There was no tradition we had to follow. We were able to hug and greet our friends and family along the way. We wanted our wedding to be inclusive. So we invited all our friends and their children. Some of our friends had very young children whose first ever wedding was a gay wedding. Toby, an inquisitive little four-year-old boy, had asked his parents, why are they getting married? To which his parents told him, because they love each other. But he wasn't convinced. He, <laughs> he thought it was because they wanted to kiss. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true as well, yeah. <laughs> having, kids there, having kids there that day brought a beautiful innocence to the day, which made it all the more special. Our celebrant Maggie conducted a warm and loving ceremony and eventually pronounced us husband and husband. We felt amazing. We kissed, 
And we turned, and as we turned around, we could see the love and happiness on people's faces and the tears of joy in their eyes. We spontaneously both raised our arms up in victory. It felt victorious. We'd achieved something we never thought we could. And the love that I found with Laz and the public acknowledgement of our relationship has helped me to finally leave that psychological room, that refuge that I had constructed for myself so many years ago. I felt like a young child out in the sun, running and laughing, and people seeing that child for the first time. It was a truly joyous experience for me. And life has, has felt very different for me since the wedding. I feel much freer in all areas of my life. And it's given me the courage to stand up here and share my story with you tonight. <laughs>